Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me again on the Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, dating and relationship expert and founder of singleinthecity.ca. On this show, I like to explore different relationships and what makes them work, which is why tonight's guest is going to be a really special one. I'm joined by Jackie Childs. She's a social media influencer and cannabis advocate with over 2 million people on her social media platforms. Wow. And I thought I had a big following. (laughs) Well, Jackie has built her platform on being open about all aspects of her life, whether that means talking about sex and unconventional relationships, body image or cannabis and how it relates to wellness. And uh, we're going to be diving into some really interesting topics tonight, like transparency and openness of what we should be looking for in a partner, the importance of having a supportive partner, learning how to own your confidence, and a lot of little other things that are just going to come up as we go. Thanks for joining me tonight, Jackie. How's it going? Great. Thank you for having me. Hello. Hi. Well, I'm really excited to learn more about what you do. Well, I kind of know what you do, but learn even more about what you do and how um, you can or how you make relationships work in uh, your relationship, which is a non-traditional way. So who is Jackie Childs? I know that you're very comfortable with your body and sharing more exposed pictures of yourself. on your social media platforms, and I look up to you for, I guess sometimes your pictures come through and I'm like, wow, like me and my social media girl, we're like, what did Jackie post today? (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes you roll your eyes and go, what is she posting? What is she thinking? (laughs) No, I never do that. When and why did you uh, come to embrace this semi-exhibitionist side of yourself? Like, how did you learn to become comfortable with your body like that? Um... It's a great question, and I think um, I I was married for years. Um, I have two adult children, and I thought I was doing the best I can. Um, doing the best I can at being someone else is what it turned out to be. Um, once I um, am, I'm no so I'm no longer in that relationship, and I've moved on to another relationship. I'm now married, and um, in this relationship uh it's very celebrated and almost i don't like to use the word enforced but you know like uh, to be who you are if you think it if you feel it let's let's just you know let's work on it let's talk about it let's discuss it let's figure it out so it was actually my current partner who started to jot things down that i would say he is also my photographer he would put he would take the pictures and then we would go through all the pictures and he's like how did you feel about this one and look at this one looks powerful or this one looks fierce and initially i was really uncomfortable um and probably because of sort of the type of marriage i had come from and the type of upbringing i had i was you know concerned about what everybody else thought well now we are here we are today and i could give two poops what anybody thinks and it was a long maybe seven eight years in therapy and in this phenomenal empowering relationship that made it comfortable for me to post what i post um for about three years, it was the both of us working on it. And now he has created this monster, or not created it, but now he, my partner, has 
made it safe and made, made it welcomed and celebrated to, to go on and be who I am, whoever that is. And I mean, I'm human like all of us, so I'm going to mess up. I'm going to post things that I probably shouldn't. I'm going to say things I probably shouldn't. But that's part of the whole, that's part of this whole brand, being authentic and as flawed. And as, I love you know, it. I love it. But you're never fully naked. You always have, like, you're always covering your nipples, like, you're always covering the privates, but sometimes you're almost naked. <laughs> well, it's, it's social media, so um, it's difficult. I don't want to lose my, my, you know, the right to post. I don't want to use, I don't want to lose these platforms that I've worked really hard to build, so mm-hmm. I try and play within that. But I do, um, Twitter is a little more forgiving, and occasionally I'll throw a, full nude up there, backside or whatever, and say, you know, and literally say, whatever, across the top. <laughs> and that you know? hasn't gotten you banned yet, eh? And then, no, and actually, though, I get, I'll get dozens of messages from women over 40, or from couples or men, whatever, and saying, you know, that was really cool. I'm really, I think it's really amazing that you're, that you just, you know, you are exactly who you are. And that's also got me in a lot of trouble. It's hard with business. Partners and friendships and right like yeah and I and I think for myself I would be afraid of what other people would think of me and my image because I I guess Mm -hmm. because I speak on the radio and I own this dating company single in the city and I have to be somewhat classy and respectful and I think that people would look at me and go oh my goodness like Laura's half naked on her post tonight you know and like I, I would feel ashamed almost I think just because I know the scrutiny that I would get from it so for See, me it would shame, be a little different shame and that guilt and worrying about what people mm-hmm. think those, those are like to me that's like a caged animal to me that's like shame <laughs> and I don't have any of those whether it is right or wrong and you know it's I don't have that anymore I don't have any I don't have fear and guilt um for the things I post. And at the same time, the same day, I might post almost, I mean, nothing but shoes on and something really out there for people to think about, to provoke thought. And that evening I'm accepting a women in whatever award. And I'm, you know, like I'm really, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm proud that I still am celebrated for, for authenticity and, and living shameless, which is not for everyone. And that's fine. That's, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it really, this brand and this business that we've built is on complete transparency, completely. I will tell you, you know, the skeletons in my closet are all dancing out for everyone. to They see. are, they are. <laughs> well, I'll let you in on a little secret. I mean, I don't mind people seeing me naked either. I, I'm not sure I'd feel comfortable walking outside or running errands naked, but if I'm standing naked by a window and someone happens to see me, I don't make a big deal out of it. This was an issue in my previous relationship. He was, you know, always closing the blinds and getting mad at me. And, and, and I, I never even noticed that the blinds were open or not because I really didn't care. So I'm a little bit of an exhibitionist as well. Um, I was at a, 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 a warehouse sale this past week, and uh, I, I get to go in before the doors open because I help promote the sale and the doors open and I'm, I'm not no longer allowed to change. Right. So here I am in a little cubby hole changing and taking my, you know, I had my bra and underwear on, but I was trying to go really fast and 
taking off clothes, putting on clothes, and the the guy, the owner calls me. He's like, Laura, are you trying to get me, you know, banned or whatever? Put your clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) We're all security guards coming over. Excuse me, ma'am, you can't change anymore. I'm like, just one more outfit. And they're like, no. And then there's me sneaking in another another outfit. It's just insane. Um, And I think that, too, we need to acknowledge that we were born naked. And clothes mm-hmm. separate us. We we judge each other's social status and and um, expected behaviors through what we're wearing. Sure. So, is the shame that we feel about stripping off our clothes all in our heads? Really, what do you think? I do. I think much like we're seeing in the world right now, so much man man made manufactured shame and guilt, and these these little. sort of compartments that we put each other in and, you know, our friends and family and the way we put the different countries in these little, you know, and different religions. And when you were just talking about that story of changing in the warehouse, it reminded me, I won't give the name, but I went to visit a very high profile um, on air radio personality a little while ago. And during the meeting I had, we had changed, we were doing sort of a promo and there was a couple different outfits. And then he came into the boardroom and I sat at the end of the boardroom in my last outfit and we discussed social media and the power of personal branding and how to use, you know, how to grow and how to create an authentic story. Well, halfway through our meeting, he said to me, did you know your nipple was out or did you want it to be? (laughs) 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 And I was embarrassed and I laughed and fixed this very ill-fitting shirt and went back just right back into the business meeting. And then when I left, I started to laugh about it on the way home. It's just like, you know, I just can't win. I try and be, I try and live in the boxes that we're all putting each other in and I try and be quote unquote normal. And then that happens. <laughs> it's, just, it's my luck. I'm exactly who I am. When I try and be somebody else or something else, that's the kind of stuff that happens. Ta-da, nipple. And I guess people view you as a sexual human being. For yes, for sure. And he might have think he might have thought that you did it on purpose because I probably <laughs> would have thought that. There you got you, Ben. You know the exhibitionist. He might have nipples. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess! <laughs> Anyhow, that wasn't why I was there. <laughs> So we need to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk about the importance of having a partner who supports your goals, because I know that your partner really does support your goals, and I think it's very important in a relationship. (laughs) Okay, so let's chat about that when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show. Don't go anywhere. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm your host, Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca. We are continuing our conversation with social media and cannabis advocate, Jackie Child. She has over 2 million followers on all her social media platforms. And today we're talking about sex and unconventional relationships, uh, body image, cannabis, and how it relates to wellness, and so much more. So I want to get into the importance of having a partner who supports your goals. Like for you, Jackie, having a relationship with a partner who supports what you do and pushes you to reach your goals is such an important part of why the two of you work. 
And many of us end up in relationships where our partner doesn't have our back or doesn't really understand our dreams or doesn't want to understand our dreams. So why is it important for our partner to support what we do in our future dreams? Oh, wow. That's a, a great question. And I love talking about my relationship and my partner. First off, the the first marriage I was in, my first marriage and husband where I had my two children, that marriage and that life created a very anxious person, a very nervous person, um, very confused, uncomfortable person. The current relationship I've, I am in has worked within those, you know, we've learned to work with the, my anxiety, depression. I have post-traumatic stress. And he literally is holding my hand through life. It's pretty, um, I owe I him a great, that. you know, I owe him a, so much gratitude because, I mean, not only is he like personal security, best friend, manager, etc. He is literally holding my hand because of the extreme social anxiety I have. But in order to do what I do for a living, I have to be able to be out there. And and it's like we're talking about how great it is to be shameless and celebrate who you are. But it's not always viewed that way. So and so I'm, you know, in order to be my best self and get out of that uncomfortable way of living and thinking like I had done for so many years, he is he is by my side um, and through it all. And very, very supportive. Does he agree? Does, what, is it always something he would say and do? Absolutely not. We are very different people. But we celebrate each other's differences. Um, there's never, I can't think of a, like a real fight or a disagreement because I've said or thought something that he wouldn't agree with or that's not something he would have done or said. It's a very... It's a, we're a non-traditional marriage and a no, we're a non-traditional um, couple in every sense of the word, as far as like the holidays we celebrate and don't, because we actually don't. I mean, it's anything sort of manufactured, man-made manufactured, or what you would consider normal. That is not how we live our life. And it works. And it, and it works tremendously. It's my, I am so proud of the relationship we have. Um, and I have never, I don't even think I've ever said that out loud. I'm extremely wow. proud of the relationship we have, and even more so since COVID. And we have to spend, I mean, have to. I love it. I enjoy it. We spend- and I wanna, I'm going to ask you about that um, soon, but I just want to quickly, just because we're on this topic now about supporting our partner's goals, I think supporting your partner's goals and dreams are really important, but I also think that it depends on the dream and the situation. (laughs) Supporting your partner's dreams is a part of a foundation of trust, love, and giving, and not being supportive of your partner can really chip away at that foundation, but it goes both ways. And your partner's dreams can't come at the cost of your own dreams. I mean, right. is the dream, you got to think of it, is the dream realistic? Is it something that won't be harming to you, your relationship, or your family? And if you both have goals, they should complement each other. But you can't put aside one to attain the other, or that won't work. The relationship just won't be balanced. So you both have to be on the same page. And supporting his goals, he's a, my, my husband is a world-class power lifter. And powerlifting meets. I don't know if you've ever been so lucky to attend one. <laughs> they I've seen lot. it on the internet. 
<laughs> they last for days and hours and and they're stressful and ugly. <laughs> and I've been traveling the world with him supporting his dream. And I would I think he would agree that my dreams and what I do is a little more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do support it. We yes, it is a definite give and take. And I wouldn't if I said fifty fifty, I'd be lying. It's probably Forty-eight, fifty-two. <laughs> well, you know what? You're just talking about your your pictures are beautiful online. Like I look at them sometimes and go, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> so I still remember this picture you posted a while back. You have this mm-hmm. joint in your mouth. You're sitting mm-hmm. on a toilet, and you're spewed off all your ailments like Crohn's, oh. anxiety, depression, PTSD. You had like gallstones, thyroid yep. disease. I don't remember what else. You've built up an incredible presence online with over 2 million followers on your different platforms. And one of the reasons you've become so successful is because of your transparency and your openness online. Why is it important for you to show your most authentic self online and that you are perfectly imperfect? So right, um, that word influencer gets thrown around a lot, and I myself also have a love-hate with that word. But in order for... To, to be believable, to be an authentic brand, to be sort of an authority in whatever it is you're so passionate about. In my case, it's health and wellness, um, truth and cannabis and love. And I, I want to show you not just me at a red carpet and not just me at a fancy dinner with my girlfriends and we're all, you know, our whitened teeth and our Botox faces and our, <laughs> and our extensions in our hair. I also use the toilet <laughs> and shower and you I do and I, you know, like I, so I share it all. I share and I get so many messages from really beautiful women that have so much going from them and that say things like, I wish I was more like you, or I wish could I, and it actually, I know it's supposed to be a compliment, but it, it makes me, I actually feel sad or I feel, I feel bad that they're maybe they're not getting it. So then I'll post one of those pictures and say, I am just as flawed. I'm just as human as you. And, you know, and this is, and I, a lot of posts I'll say, this is thanks to filters and screenshot, you know, this is thanks to editing. And I, I want, because I mean, I would love, look at you, you're beautiful women, a woman, and you have your, you know, successful and you have your own show and you're out there and you're living your life and you're not living your life with, you know, there's no man telling you what you can and can't do. I think that's phenomenal. I love it. <laughs> I, you know, I like to remind people that it, this is what I'm doing. And I'm also, as much as I say, rah, rah, hear me roar, I'm so, you know, look at how great I am. I also remind people I have extreme social anxiety and PTSD and depression that I wouldn't be doing as fabulous as you are without my partner holding my hand. Without now, my partner. I, I you know, want you I, to know, I mean, I'm open to having a partner. Like, I would love to have a partner, but the right partner. I don't want just any partner because I'm good on my own. I'm happy on my own. I am I can take care of myself. Like, I don't really need someone, but I want someone to compliment me rather than, you know, having someone tell me what to do and, like, putting me down and make me feel bad for not being the person they want me to be. Forget that. <laughs> so I'll wait until he, you know, he appears. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's, that's incredible that you're, you know, you have that level of confidence and maturity that I can wait. I'm good. I do have a lot of confidence. 
so I want to know from you. Oh, sorry. Did you want to say one more thing? No. no. <laughs> what tips do you have for those of us who are scared to own our own confidence and be open online? Mm. So that, that just because and it, just because you give me some advice here does not mean I'm going to be showing my nipples tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about, Jackie. <laughs> so you know what I would suggest: post what you're feeling, speak from your heart. Um, don't and don't share what you think your neighbor wants to hear, or that your mom would be proud of, or what your sister would be proud of, and. She, Think from, you know, think for yourself, share from your heart, put that post out, hit post and let it fly. You're going to get some negative, you know, feedback as well as positive, or you'll get cricket, whatever you've posted. <laughs> well, you, you know? know what? I, I often question myself because I do a lot. Of, I don't know if you watch my stories and stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I dance a lot. And, and sometimes I wear, you know, my little tights and my little workout tops and I'm dancing around and sometimes I do it often and then I question it and I think are people going to think this and people going to think that and then I I really have to talk myself down and out of it and go no Laura Laura you are who you are who cares what people think you do you are you happy doing that yes I am are you inspiring people doing that? Yes, I, I am, because people will message me and say, oh, my God, you inspired me today. That was great. I saw you jumping around in your family room. <laughs> right? So that makes me feel good. But I often do question myself, which I, you know, I'm getting better at it. But can you, imagine, can you imagine how much more you would get done if you didn't worry about what they were thinking? If you didn't spend any, not just a second or two, any time worrying about what other people thought or or felt about your post. Are you hurting anyone? Are you adding value to the space? Are you, I think you are. I think you're doing a tremendous service to women and men. So, you know, I, I, I post one day, I post the next, I post the next and I let it ride the wave. And so far, then the positive far outweighs the negative. And okay, so I, and I feel great. So you've become a pretty big voice in the cannabis space over the last few years, and you're really open about usage and sharing information. Okay, so see, I would be afraid that people would be thinking I'm a stoner, right? Because cannabis hasn't been around that long, legalization. It's only been a couple of years. So there's still a gray area there. How did you uh, get involved in this? Like, was it difficult at first? Quickly, we have about a minute left. I just started sharing. I was using and abusing some pharmaceuticals for anxiety and depression. I made a conscious choice to stop and use plant medicine. And I had that platform and I, I started sharing. And you're right, there was some negative, but it was mostly positive. And I've just, just kept going, just keep sharing that what cannabis has added to my life and how much healthier I feel. Um, would I say I'm living my best life? Mm, I'm almost there. And it's definitely thanks to cannabis and plant-based medicine. And I'll just keep sharing to help end the stigma and end those negative stereotypes and stories. Well, I, am, I love CBD, so, and I'm sure you do too. <laughs> I'm loving, loving, loving this conversation with Jackie Childs. We'll be right back. And we we come back, we're going to talk about what we should be looking for in a partner. Stay with us.
now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Tonight on the Dating and Relationship Show, I am talking to Jackie Childs. She is a social media influencer and cannabis advocate with over 2 million followers on all her social media platforms. We are talking about the importance of having a supportive partner, um, openness in relationships. We're going to get into one-night stands. And right now, we're going to discuss what to look for in a partner. So, you mentioned, Jackie, to me that looks are not what initially attracted you to your partner. (laughs) Humans are very visual, and appearance is usually the first thing that we really notice about a person. So, how do you move past? that to focus on more important things. What are the things that we should be looking for in a partner? You go and then I'll go. (laughs) So um, I believe it's called sapiosexual. That's, you know, when the brain, when you're stimulated by the brain and intelligent conversations and stimulating Mm -hmm. conversations. I've always been that person where I can pretty much tell within a few minutes of a conversation, is this going to be a lifelong friend? Will this be a partner? You know, like I can, I can tell just by talking to him. If you blindfolded me and we spoke, I could tell if you were, if you and I were going to be compatible, whether as friends or lovers or whatever. And the conversations right from the beginning with my husband have always been extremely stimulating and how it happened because I mean um, we did we were we had an affair we were both married at the time which you know um, is not something I suggest it's not something I promote and the way it happened it happened our conversations were the most you know genuine and stimulating and authentic conversations I've ever had with any human in my life. And we talk, well, a lot of people mentioned timing, right place, right time. I remember he supported my thoughts and dreams from the very get-go. And the more we would talk about our, you know, our plans and our hopes and what we had wished for it, before I knew it, we were madly in love. And it was, I, I could not, I couldn't see my life without this person ever again, no matter how old he was, no matter how much money he had, no matter what he looked like or whatever, this I had found, I, I say, for the first time in my life, I was home. <laughs> and you are, you are within that 5% of people when they have an affair that actually leave the person that they're with to be with the other person. You're within that 5%. Wow. And we've been together 11 years. We've been married eight, and we've been together 11. And it was... It was a really tumultuous, scary time. And if we were going to, you know, essentially uproot, possibly destroy or wreck two families, it better be for real. Um, we were at least mature enough and smart enough to understand that this wasn't just, you know, uh, it wasn't just an affair. And this, this was... You were both in an unhappy marriage or relationship. Right? Yes, we were. And, well, I'm and I'm you know, for the two of you now. Right. And our partners were both in unhappy relationships as well. Even though both of our partners wanted to stick it out, it it was really, really unhealthy, unhappy relationships for everyone involved. And sometimes the best things for you are extremely difficult and uncomfortable. And that's, that's how we are where we are today. <laughs> uh, and now I want to give my advice on what we should be looking for in a partner. 
So you should be choosing someone for the feelings that they bring forth in you, for the quality of their character and their soul, for how you feel when you are around them, how they treat you. Um, what would you oh, notice I about that? I think you notice something about being blind. So what would you notice about them if, if, if you were blind and you couldn't see? So choose someone who inspires you to be a better person, someone who makes you laugh, so important, <laughs> someone who mm-hmm. shares the same goals and principles as you. Don't choose someone solely on their looks, although there should be some level of attraction present, but I, I know firsthand that attraction can grow. It does mm-hmm. all the time. So don't get too hung up on them looking a certain way. Uh, don't get too hung up on their occupation or their net worth. I mean, as a matchmaker, I see this way too often. I have people in my database, like some women won't date a man unless he's a professional. He has to either be a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, or an engineer. Those four. It's like, really? They're missing out. (laughs) Missing out. And so, and they want babies. They want babies. They're, they're, you know, they're almost 40, but they're just Mm -hmm. not budging. It's like, well, okay. Well, my husband is strong, not only physically, um, but his character and his personality. He's a very unswayed, he has a very strong foundation. And I'm a, I'm a train wreck, for real. I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a lesson every day. <laughs> and he, he's a very, he's a solid ground. He's a solid place for me to stand and feel empowered. And he's a solid place for me to fall when I need to. Okay, wait, I, let's get into this now, okay? Mm-hmm. Openness sure. and relationships. So your relationship is also about openness and owning your mm-hmm. feelings, not being afraid to be yourself and speak what's on your mind. Even about like little things like finding other people attractive. Why do you think this works? Well, because I think secret and lies and guilt and shame are like that's you know that that destroys relationships it's not only destroys relationships it can destroy your relationship with yourself when you feel like you're you know you're full of guilt and shame and you have to hide so if a handsome guy walks by i'm like wow look at that jeez did you see him and he'll respond yeah i saw him pretty hot <laughs> you know like he's, he, we we don't have to hide who we are we don't have to he, my husband works at a gym he's around physically fit attractive women all day long and I'm eating chips and sweatpants right in the way. <laughs> and I'm not worried about that, you know? Like, See, and I'm, like, I, I don't like that. Like, that's one thing that I can't agree with you on. Although it works for the two of you, so that's cool. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all attracted to other humans. That's completely normal. I totally get it. Noticing someone is attractive and making a mental note is normal. However, I don't think it's okay to stare or gawk at someone, <laughs> especially if you're in a committed relationship. And if it makes your partner feel uneasy but if it doesn't then that's okay right we don't feel uneasy about neither one of us I mean I would never want to hurt his feelings and he would never want to hurt mine yeah I mean and in some cases you know some people should be hiding their attraction to others for the sake of their partner and I get it like monogamy it's more of a choice it's not a natural state but if but but if you make that choice to be monogamous, then you should try to live up to it and respect your partner's wishes. Not saying that you're cheating on your partner, but some people don't like it. Like, I wouldn't like it. If my boyfriend was constantly referring to other women and how hot they were, that would drive me. I'd probably take a two-by-four to the head. Did I say that on the radio? Okay. Um, 
<laughs> we need to take a break now. <laughs> That's the Italian in me. Okay. <laughs> we need to take a break. We'll be right back. Relationship show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, joined by Jackie Childs tonight. She's a social media influencer and cannabis advocate. And this lady has over 2 million followers on all her social media platforms. Oh, wow. I need to take lessons from you, Jackie. <laughs> sure. I'd love to. Um, we're talking about a bunch of different things tonight, but tonight, right now, we're going to get into one night stands. You've also been very open about sexuality, which I love. Thank you for that. Uh, Hooking up and one night stands are something that are kind of foreign to me. There's something about compromising my values and integrity to get him to desire me on a deeper level. Um, It's not about what he's going to think about me per se. It's more about what I'm going to think about myself. So what's your take on hookups and being open with your sexuality? Well, this is probably where we're very different. Um, That's okay. Like, you know, buying some nice shoes, investing in some expensive shoes. I like to try them on. <laughs> and I've always been very open about my sexuality and who I am and what I like. And the... I don't think sleeping around is a negative, especially where we are at, at this day and age. Like I own it. And I, I am, I love when women in their, you know, young women in their twenties message me and say, I just graduated or I just did this. I just started my first business. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm doing this. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on dating apps and I'm doing it. I'm, I, my response to them is like, Take that, own that power, just like you are, you know, your focus on your, your views and goals for the future and what you want in business. Own that, own that room, own that space, own that man. <laughs> you know, do it. But um, are you going to own the man by sleeping with him on the first night? Wait, well, yes. You can, you sleep with him and then you decide. You, like, if he's, are you going to go out with someone, invest two months, three months, four months, and then you on get the first night, Jackie? Oh, disgusting. Can't you wait a couple? <laughs> No, I can't wait a couple. The line is long, man. I cannot wait a couple. <laughs> and I'm not young. So I also, like my friends that are, you know, over 40, what are you waiting for? Like, and then when I find out, they're like, oh, I slept with so-and-so. He was horrific. He wasn't, you know, very giving. He didn't, he wasn't very romantic. But I'm like, okay, well, don't you regret the three months you wasted with that dude? Like, <laughs> okay, well, we're not saying three months. But maybe just not the first night. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm a little old school like that, I guess. So is, Plus, too, like, night, okay? is it not the first night? No, not the second. I would what say maybe, like, the fourth, maybe the, well, no, a few weeks, at least a month, I think. A month. Oh, a month for goodness. me. Now, why? Are you so your parents and your grandparents will be proud? Or are you saying that because you have all the time in the I world? I myself to, no, I, I want to be comfortable when I'm having sex with someone. And I think if I just meet them too, and I have sex with them right away, I'm not going to be comfortable around them. I'm not going to be my true authentic self. And there, yeah, I, I, I want to be a little vulnerable when I have sex. I don't just want to 
do the motions. Now, I wouldn't with anyone, but if I'm feeling a great connection, we have stimulating conversation, like, why waste time? Time, to me, is more important than money. Don't waste my time. I don't want to, like, ugh. And I, believe me, I've had been around enough (laughs) that I don't want to waste time, and I know what I like, and I know what I want. been around the block, people. (laughs) And while we're talking about this, nobody should be getting excited, like, whoa, this chick sounds like she might be really fun. I'm starfish in bed. Do you know what that is? (laughs) Like, I just lay there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My my, my social media might tell you a different story, but in real life, I'm old and I'm tired. I want to, you know, sex to me is wine and good food and good conversation and a foot rub. And then I lay in the bed. My face. (laughs) Aren't they? And not enough men do that. Not enough partners give. And, I mean, everybody wants to take, take, take. There's not a lot of giving going on. Well, that's a deal breaker. Do you, like, that's what the question is. Do you have backs? Do you have backs? Yeah. The feet, you have to. And during COVID, like, well, we're learning to discover each other on different levels, on a whole new level, even though we've been together for now 11 years, we've spent so much time together. We've been doing um, foot massage and back massage and looking at pressure points and, and, you know, and, and burning different scented candles and essential oils and hold, watching a movie and holding hands, like not just sitting on one couch and you on another and you over here and you that that's a routine that we don't want to get into that's not you know the bad habits that start to to destroy relationships or just make them you know not as tight as they were we are really we're really good at or sitting on opposite ends of the couch and rubbing each other's feet i like that i like that i do love it yeah that i I like more questions um before we have to go but um Kindness and being non-judgmental of other people is such an important part of your platform. Mm-hmm. And the theme that I see running through most of what you share online, um, I saw you share that being kind is a choice in one of your yeah. most recent posts, uh, photos. Mm-hmm. What is the importance of this? And what steps can we take towards being kinder to other people and learning their stories? Kindness starts with ourselves first. Mm-hmm. I believe we have to forgive and, and, and work through and go forward with the guilt and shame or mistakes we've made in the past. I also believe that kindness is, is a choice, yes. And it's a difficult choice when it becomes kind, kind to people that don't look like us, that don't have the same values and goals, that don't, you know, that maybe we would consider an enemy. But being kind in our response, how we deal with fellow humans, it's, it's not always easy, but it is the right way to be. It is. Do you ever feel good after you've just told someone off, whatever, for the moment maybe, but do you know how great you would feel and about your character and where you stand if you could discuss something or if you could prove your point and end that relationship or whatever it is as kind as you can, being as kind as you can. And it's a, it's a focus and it's a repetition and it's something I practice every single day and yes, I react and I misstep, but when I take some time and I respond, I always respond with kindness. And you can Google me and find pictures of me naked, and you can Google me and might see some outrageous things that make you eye roll, but you'll never Google me and find me being unkind to another human, no matter what they look like, even no matter what. Even though they were unkind to you. Even when they were unkind to me. That's part, I say that's my superpower. I say it all the time. You can throw stones, you can whatever, but I won't, I'll throw glitter back. 
I'm not. I am not. Forgive them and let them on their way. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's my journey. And my journey is about kindness and love. And whether that's running around naked, whether that's one night stand, (laughs) this is my journey. And I am celebrating it all the way to the finish line. And I was, you know, I was at the grocery store this morning and I'm, I made a mental note of my kindness when I'm like, every time I, 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 talk to people. I'm always like, thank you very much. Have a beautiful day. Have a wonderful day. Always lifting people up, inspiring people. I mean, it's all, it can become a part of you and who you are. And you're right with everything that you said. And I love it. And thank you. What you just said, that spreads. You're creating a change, no matter how small that seed is you've just planted, that spreads. And it's all about making other people feel good about themselves as well, because you don't know what other people are going through. And sometimes people react because of their situation at home. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I always think about when someone reacts to me in a negative way. I always do that. I I take a step back and I go, okay, why is this person reacting that way? Well, maybe they're going through something and we don't know what that is. So we have to be kind regardless. Jackie, we need to go. Thank you so much. You were such an amazing guest, very inspiring. I absolutely love you and your platform and everything that you speak about. Um, And you're so truthful and honest and you're out there. And girl, where can people get a hold of you or check you out? So I'm Jackie Childs, um, J-A-C-Q-U-I, Jackie Childs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. Um, and, uh, yeah, the hashtag jackpot, J-A-C-P-O-T, <laughs> to see whatever I'm up to in the world of cannabis and love. <laughs> jackpot, I love it. All right. And you can get a hold of me at official Laura Bellotta. That's my Instagram handle. You can follow us at the Dating and Relationship Show as well on Instagram or on Facebook. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Until next week, ciao.